Hi, and welcome back to Ericode Coffee. Hi, guys. Well, this episode, we have a new uh, setup. Equipment. Again. Kind of again, I guess. What's that sound? What sound? I hear... Uh, uh. That, that, that's your, your your mama. Is that... Wait. What? She's... She, oh, she's man. Here. Finally, after all these years, she abandoned you. <laughs> she's back. But uh, is she downstairs? Uh, anyway, but yeah, the, the new setup. Yeah, we have a new setup. Uh, are we also recording this on video? Hi. Oh, Interwebs. crap. I forgot. Yeah. I look like a retard. Hi, guys. Yeah. Well, there's nothing you can change about that, so... Uh, well, you can edit my face. You just em- embrace the retard in your face. Okay. Yeah, don't 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 shit on the chair, please. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, we have a new setup. We have a nice uh, XLR mics right now. So I'm uh, I'm I'm how do you call it? I'm sporting the the Rode Brocaster. He he's a Brocaster. Brocaster. Oh, bro. <laughs> and uh, you have the Shure SM57. What? Yeah, whatever he said. Yeah. So. There we go. Both uh, nice XLR mics. But uh, yeah, we had uh, some USB uh, syncing issues. Again. Some all the time. Again, <laughs> like but out of seven, uh, ten I, episodes, we got like seven. No, bad. like three or four episodes that were good out of sync. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But that's the thing. How 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 can one episode suddenly get out of sync, and well, then the other one is fine? It's it, weird it's, because it happened right after I upgraded my laptop, and I think it might have to do with that maybe. I don't. Know. I think. I mean, it, it is syncing, right? What is? I mean, it's it's like timing. So. Oh yeah. Maybe for some fucking reason the timing was correct. Yeah, it it can happen. Like if you have this. <laughs> I don't know. So but right now we have like a um, a preamp, um, and that's USB powered. A Behringer. Behringer. Yeah, it's not it's not the best brand, but uh, th- this thing is uh, it's really good. It's a Euphoria UMC forty. 40- 4 HD. Yes, so it's a uh, four channels, four mono and two stereo. Um What does that even mean? Well, w- right now we're talking into mono microphones because you can't hear us from two channels, you know, two sides. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, if you want stereo, you can kind of, you know, move around like ASMR. Oh, so binaural. Is that called binaural? Is it, is it binaural? I, I think that's different though. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> so uh yeah we uh we kind of upgraded for now and yeah. uh you probably gonna switch mics i guess i don't know I, i'm really not set on which one i'm gonna use yet this is the first time i'm using the what's it called sure something yeah the sure sm57 i like the sound signature on its own but i think it, it has a very distinct different sound than what you have yeah you, your microphone is uh more on the high uh, on the high frequencies mm. um, and mine is a bit lower so yeah um, I, again I, I think we can uh, we can fix your mic by adding a, a, a windscreen but uh, I mean if, if you're like well I'd rather just buy the same microphone that's also I'd rather not buy anything but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back to USB and just fuck around with syncing uh, crap no. again no uh, we, we tried it with the aggregate devices we could get it to sync eventually yeah um if you want to add multiple extra microphones like thir- th- a third one or a fourth one yeah i think even depending on if you're uh letting it pass through a usb hub mm-hmm. or like a something else like a um, usb sound card or something yeah it has different timing and it, like with aggregate devices in mac you can select which 
microphones you want to uh, what's it called again noise drift uh, no just drift no, drift correction yeah drift correction yeah so you kind of fix the <coughs> the, 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 yeah. the, the desyncing or the drifting of certain uh, inputs mm -hmm. yeah and and you can fix that but uh for, for some microphones it's actually it doesn't work or maybe it's because of the usb connection or something uh, yeah i don't know i mean i noticed also a difference in uh, input levels depending on which uh, dongle I used for yeah. USB. So when I used uh, the, the bigger dongle with the HDMI and stuff, it was slower than the one where it's just USB-C to USB-A. Mm. So it's... Wait, even for the drifting? Uh, oh, not slower. I mean, um, the input level was lower. Oh, yeah. So I, there was more noise introduced with the... Uh, That's weird. Yeah, so it's just... Yeah, it's, you would expect USB to be like... Yes, stable and <laughs> yeah. just, yeah... Like digital, so either uh, you, you have a like a, a signal or not. Yeah. But it's actually a lot more complicated with timing and stuff if you're introducing multiple microphones with different uh, controllers and different cables. Yeah, and but and, and I mean they were exactly the same microphones, so you'd think they would be the same, but they weren't. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Well, I think in the end, if I connected them to my laptop. I have the uh, mid-2015 MacBook Pro. Yeah, no dongles. Yeah, so USB-A ca uh, cables of our microphones could just connect to it. And yeah. uh, the syncing and the voice, like the levels, were all correct. Yeah. Um, mean, but... Yeah. But again, then the the, the like the, the, the upgrade capabilities are limited again. Yeah, we, I will have to use a hub yeah. if I want to have multiple... Eventually. And I mean, that's fine, uh, but... Um, yeah, and maybe using a, a different USB mic w with the hub yeah. will cause drift issues again. Yeah, so, and yeah. also, um, I think most USB mics are, uh, um, how do you call it, uh, dynamic? No, not dynamic. Um, fuck, what's it called again? These are dynamic mics. Okay. And Oh, condenser, I think. It's a condenser condens mic. Yeah, so you have like a condenser mic, and they pick up a lot of, you know, outside noise and they are a bit clearer in the in how they portray uh, frequencies mm -hmm. but that these mics can kind of block out more noise so also noise from behind the microphone oh. is less you know pronounced in these mics but uh, there aren't a lot of usb mics that are dynamic so hmm. then you have to spend like 250 euros i think for Isn't that a usb price? mic <laughs> so and, and yeah. th that's eventually more expensive than just buying a preamp and just xlr mics and also, yeah. you, you can't upgrade a USB mic. I mean... What do you mean upgrade the USB mic? Well, you can't upgrade the amp or something to oh. create a different sound or whatever. Or you can, you know... Just well, you're not you're not supposed to, I guess. You're yeah. supposed to do that post-recording. Yeah, but uh, You're limited, though. Yeah. You, you get limited with the options. You can filter, uh, amp it, or make a different sound signature. And, and again, there's a difference in... What, how many mics are available for USB? Yeah. So uh, I mean, right, right now we can kind of experiment with uh, the, the the sound signatures these mics create. So uh, yeah, it's it's as I said, I still I like the microphone. It's just a different signature, and I think it would be nice to have the same one for this podcast at least. Yeah. I, I would like to have the same tone of voice or what whatever it's called. Mm. Um, yeah, it's nice if it's a, yeah. a little bit more uh, the same, but yeah. But anyway, we'll so get there. We, we're, we're amateurs, right? We'll have the video up, and uh, maybe we'll take some pictures of the 
of the setup. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe I should talk like this. It sounds a bit better. <laughs> just try whatever you I want. Mean, like if I talk just straight ahead. Yeah. I have to sit at a specific angle like mm-hmm. this. Oh yeah, that, that's it, baby. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, but so yeah, we upgraded our uh, our audio uh, equipment a bit, um, and uh, we are recording video. So yeah, we're we're, make, we're progressing, right? We're trying to adapt. Mm, I, I, I guess <laughs> I don't see it as a progress, isn't it? <laughs> I just see it as a. I mean, a progress also means there's going to be an end. <laughs> well, let's hope there's going right? to be an end eventually. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what? You want to? You're thinking about quitting? No. This podcast? Well, maybe in 10 years or something, I don't know. What? You're already thinking about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, so we have a new sound. Um, we've been talking about switching to Dutch, uh, but I think that also... Switching to Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, sometimes it's easier to talk in Dutch and certain words yeah. are easier in Dutch. But maybe sometimes in English, you kind of have to search for, you know a sentence or a specific word and mm-hmm. uh, in Dutch it's, it's all natural but uh, it really depends on our listeners so if we have a lot of uh, Dutch people we can might switch mm-hmm. to Dutch eventually but um, yeah, so far we haven't had a real interaction with our listeners yeah that's uh, true are, the, are you even out there? Yeah, is are there, you? is there anyone? I don't, I don't know I, I don't think anyone is there um, but you I mean our statistics show there are people listening but uh, it might be bots or me just refreshing yeah <laughs> Seriously, if that if that statistic counter just <laughs> picks up refreshes, just I think it might. Like, no, I mean they're not that stupid, right? Why not? I mean, uh, podcast, um, Spotify plays. Yeah, they count for the same person. YouTube plays do that too, by the way. Just, uh, so, so if you, but if you pause mid video, okay, that's not gonna create a new play. Yeah, okay, but if you refresh the page and then play again, then it I counts. I think it will. Yeah. Huh. That's that's shitty. I think there's a like a maximum amount of uh, like a minimum amount of audio, a percentage you mm-hmm. have to play. I mean, uh, before it counts as a track being played. But I think the API for uh, Anchor, yeah, where we see the statistics of our uh, podcast, yeah, I think that one just is just plain refreshes or how many hits it's gotten. I don't know because they get their counts from Spotify and but iTunes th- and yeah. They get all those statistics from those, uh, uh, how do you call it, APIs or... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Do, do the, uh, I don't know either. Are but they are they even uh, that open, those APIs? I, I think they are, yeah. Or maybe they just crawl the pages. I don't know. But, um, uh, I mean, let's say Spotify. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine Spotify just counts those plays if you refresh or something because... You can try it. They, they have to pay for each play to their uh, you know, label or licensed yeah. uh, audio. Mm-hmm. So if, if you just refresh the page... They yeah, that's to, exactly how it works. They have to pay like a, a shit ton of money. That's how it works, I heard. Okay. Like it literally is play, so not per user. Per, like it's not IP bound. That's the, I mean, There should be some kind of buffer, right? It's not... I don't think it's even account bound. So if you are a big fan of a band... Yeah, and, and just replay... You, yeah. But, I mean, a refresh... So not not just play pause play pause play pause, but I mean if you like play for five seconds, then you refresh the page. No, and then it's play not, again. as I said. There's a minimum amount of audio you have to okay. play. So like, so they kind of fix that though. It's like you can hack it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They might have some uh, like some formula to see how long the uh, the track is itself. Yeah. And then 
if you play 50% of that track, it will count as the track being played. But the amount of money they get is based on like three minutes of audio. Uh, something like that so if you play so the kind of like they calculate if, if a song is three minutes mm -hmm. and you play only i don't know uh, one minute and 20 seconds of that video over the audio mm -hmm. track you you on, they only pay for no them. i don't think that oh. like they have a minimum okay and then uh the, the price or the amount of money they'll get is based on the total track length so if the track length is like half an hour yeah and you've played 15 minutes they'll get three times or a 10 times three minutes. But if if it's uh, one minute yeah. and you play only half a minute, it will count as the track being played, hmm. but they'll get half of what, or like a third of what a three minute audio track would cost. Interesting. I mean, they have to normalize it somehow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The, the, uh, yeah. Otherwise, like bands that have longer tracks will get less revenue. That's not how no, it works. No, no, but I mean, I mean, they make kind of deals with those labels, mm -hmm. right? So, um, if, if a track is longer, yeah, they they probably have a different pricing for mm -hmm. tracks that are longer or something. Yeah, exactly. I think so. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe they have a like a static amount of. Uh, I do know that some bands that, that wouldn't some, surprise me, by the way. But yeah, uh, some artists get more money, but most of them. Uh, if you're just uploading your own music, you can do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, you'll get like 0.001 cent or something per play. Yeah. But that's like the minimum. And in in the case of, you know, big artists, yeah. artists or something, it makes sense that they get more money because they are on your platform and you want to keep them there. Yeah. So they are probably willing to pay more. But what I've heard about, mm -hmm. I think we've already talked about this, but uh, I think Spotify and Tidal and all those other platforms yeah. are losing a lot of money because those licensing costs are so fucking high and oh, they really? yeah they, they don't earn a lot of money uh so they they, yeah. they kind of you know have to grab all the money they can and yeah. they have like investors and stuff just yeah. to keep the the thing going but uh they're not earning like millions or something from uh yeah from from the music streaming there's like two sides you know uh the big uh artists have very expensive licenses yeah while beginners and, and like smaller artists have maybe not even license costs yeah and they just want to earn something and the amount of money they can earn is so little because the the, the revenue that spotify gets yeah. from uh like the total income is so low because of those really high <laughs> high expensive yeah. uh, artists licenses and, and they but they need those yeah they will otherwise people will leave the platform yeah. so yeah but, but so there's like two sides the, yeah. the, the rich artists <laughs> yeah. are making it harder for the but, poor artists but i think it's kind of interesting that there are a lot of people who complain about spotify you know a lot mm -hmm. of people think that spotify is like rich in a big company and they earn a lot of money i mean they are a big company and they are valued or estimated at a high value. Yeah. But th it's not like they have that money in their bank account or something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's something that uh, as a company, most uh, digital companies don't have this constant cost. Yeah. Like if you're going to a restaurant or bakery, you know that you, you, will, you will have to spend some amount of income, usually a lot, yeah. like 75% or something towards uh new produce new products uh like food yeah. basically to uh like serve a, a physical investment yeah. or you know and, and most digital most digital uh companies don't have something like that they just use licenses and licenses are just paper yeah um, um but 
as far as Spotify goes and mo- more uh, like music yeah. uh, companies. I, I don't know how you call those actually. Just, just streaming services, yeah, I guess. Streaming services. They have, uh, they they will have to keep updating the licenses and it costs a lot of money. Yeah. All the income that they get, they will have to spend or invest back into the licenses. Yeah. And um, I mean, they also develop a lot, so they also have to pay their developers and... Well, yeah. They, they, I, they I always see updates, but I don't see what changed. <laughs> you don't see a lot of happening. Yeah. No. I think the most changes are in the back end, though, to be honest. I guess. For, for those licensing things, probably. But that's just changing, like, amounts. Not not really adding new features, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, they, don't, they don't update a lot, I think. I, I heard, like, from two years ago, they're, they're adding new features. Uh-huh. And it's somewhere, I think... Some people get the updates and some of them don't, like A-B testing. Oh, it's the and same as uh, Facebook uh, does, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because Facebook also, like, they don't update everyone at the same time, yeah. but they kind of spread it out among different yeah. uh, users and then they test how it uh, how it works. And sometimes they even roll it back. Yeah. So I would I, I would get a different look for a week or two. Yeah. And then, and then after, suddenly it's yeah, gone again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it will never get back. No. It's like... It's discontinued or something. Just, we're all a bunch of guinea pigs in yeah. this uh, in this Facebook uh, testing uh, case. I think Spotify does the same, actually. Uh, not as far as roll it back, mm. but it will add some features to a limited amount of people. Yeah. Um, maybe you can like opt in, or you're like a special special. Um, I, 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 I don't think you can kind of choose to be in the testing. You just. You just get there. You just you mm. get picked or something for some reason. Okay. So it might be random, or maybe they kind of test in different regions. So users from the Netherlands, yeah. for example, who live in a certain area and who listen to a certain type of music, maybe they can also probably track that, and then change yeah. the interface depending on those uh, those uh, statistics, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. One thing I actually, not really related, but uh, on Spotify, there's this thing called. Stranger Things mode. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Have you tried it out? No, because I don't use Spotify. Oh, yeah, you don't. But um, it's something so weirdly random Yeah. to me. like They've, they've also done it with uh, Star Wars. Really? Yeah. But So it's like, um, what did it do again? I used it last year. Uh, and it, it just... Doesn't it just change the interface? N- not even your normal interface. It has a different page. Yeah. Um, if you put on Stranger Things mode, you can have some changes in your interface, like on your when you're playing a, an, an uh, album, mm. you'll see something around the album, like colors changing or something. Oh. Um, but all that data that gets aggregated or like saved up during the Stranger Things period, yeah, <laughs> uh, you can find it back on the website, and there's like things happening to it. And I didn't really understand it. It's like uh, um, like what YouTube does every year, like. It looks back at the previous year. Oh, like a year, end of the year review kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Spotify has that uh, has that too. Yeah. Yeah, it also has that, but like Stranger Things mode also has something <laughs> like also, that. Okay. I didn't understand it. So they have like two different modes where they kind of review what you listen to the whole year and, you know. I think Stranger Things mode isn't the whole year though. Oh, okay. It's, it's just like a specific amount of, like specific specific period. And um, I mean, it is a commercial yeah, advertisement. It for, looks uh, it looks okay, I guess. It, it looks pretty cool and uh, on the br- in the browser. Hmm. 
because they used a lot of videos and effects and like overlay modes. That's cool. And it looked cool, but I didn't understand it. <laughs> I, I still don't actually. So yeah, so what I I haven't seen it, but I I uh, Star Wars also did something like that, or they also did something for Star Wars like that. So you had like a I think a lightsaber or something in the progress really? bar or something. I don't know. I, it's it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I looked. I, d I don't remember seeing this, but Stranger Things mode should pro should change your uh, interface to yeah. a flashlight looking around. W okay. So it's different than what you thought it was. I don't think I've had this ever. Oh, okay. I've only had like uh, when I mean, you maybe they've they've done multiple. I mean, uh, maybe uh, already two seasons, so it makes sense. Oh yeah, I haven't. Wait, you, you haven't watched the second season? I have. Oh, okay. But it was forgettable. Yeah, <laughs> That's it, was. It, it was. But um, why I brought that up is like the the amount of time they've invested in these things yeah. are huge. In these stranger things? Thre uh, oh, yeah, okay. sorry. You're not my dad, but you make the jokes like my dad. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I could be a dad, I guess. Hi, daddies. If but you're listening, <laughs> hi, daddies. <laughs> Please don't. Especially <laughs> if you come in twos. Hi, daddies. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so like, isn't that like a lot of work put into a lot of effort and the future is, yeah. of strange thing? But like, again, it's advertisement for uh, Spotify and also for Stranger Things. So it makes, I mean, maybe Stranger Things or Netflix paid them to do something like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, the, yeah. Why, why would, why would Spotify do this for Netflix? That doesn't make any sense. I still don't get it. Like, why include this in your UI, even? Like, I, I had oh, wait, to. It's still there. I think yeah. So I what I why I remembered it is because I went on Spotify. Yeah. And uh, in in settings there was like enable Stranger Things mode. I think it repeats every year. Wow. Or maybe I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so, that's what I mean. Like the. There's features in Spotify that I think nobody ever really asked for uh -huh. that are still there and they're just <laughs> occupying your space. Uh -huh. um, and it it uh, like it takes time to maintain that even. Yeah. Like if you're adding new UI elements and so you have to test it with <laughs> Stranger Things mode. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man. Or they only do that internally, I guess. I don't know what's happening with Spotify. But like to me, Spotify is such a weird company. Like... Uh, they almost sound, uh, they seem like a hip young company that wants to experiment with things that aren't. <laughs> Stranger things. Sorry. Sorry. Stop saying that. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, wants they, to experiment they, with, with their technology, with their own products in a way that most companies wouldn't because they have their own style and look and feel. Yeah. So they won't, like having the whole look and feel of your app Change, changed yeah. by a brand. <laughs> it's, it's something like out of the box. Yeah, exactly. that's what, but, but that's what they're going for. And I like that. Yeah. But on the other hand, I feel like they've they've like they've they're not innovating enough. They, and also, they they neglect interface issues they've been ha having for a yeah. while, I guess. It's the same with Tidal. They kind of they updated their interface mm -hmm. uh, a while ago. Yeah. And isn't Tidal also between, web based? Be yeah, it is. But I mean, Spotify also, right? Yeah, I know. But, but uh, yeah, I think it's oh, what is it again? It's it's like a combination of React and some other stuff. Mm. But um, they haven't. They've updated it a while ago, mm -hmm. and there are still like 
so many things that they have still haven't added and they there hasn't been an update in like ages i think and if they update it's just one of those small little mm. you know tweaks yeah but i mean you 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 can't right click on a fucking playlist in the sidebar right now you have to left click on the playlist and then go to change and then you can change the name or whatever and it's it's okay. it's, it's still like i don't know it, it feels yeah. like they're not investing in the in the ui part mm. and uh, they're just investing in the back end is that ui or ux both that was a trick question oh good uh, answer did, oh phew. <laughs> sweat <laughs> i'm sweating right now so you are uh, what do you call yourself oh please don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I i've been a ui developer yeah but uh, I, I don't know but um, can you separate ui from ux no, uh, no. So if you're a UI developer, you're automatically using your UX experience. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> just just I think, like, I think what's your idea right now in 2018? Well, it's the same as it has always been. Really? Yes. UI and yeah. UX is just the same thing. I mean, it's just the same concept. You're you're trying to... It's two separate things yes. in the same concept. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have the same goal. Uh, do they? Yes. I mean, with UX, you, you, you try to, mm -hmm. you know look at what a user wants and needs and how you in they interact with the page mm. and then what they they click on ui and they use the ui to do yeah. that so they have the same they have the same purpose sure sure but the problem is that ux is just i don't know like it's, it's just it's floaty it's it's like <laughs> that, that's the problem it's nothing it's not something you can hold you know i, I feel like uh ux the definition of ux has been floaty as in it's not uh it's it's not revolving around UI anymore. UX yeah. is around like even I've heard of like <laughs> they call it customer experience, and some people even call that UX nowadays. Wait, what? Yeah, like so they're taking the physical aspects of your brand, yeah, and they're calling it UX okay. because uh, nowadays they're trying to like um, combine your physical experience or physical interaction with your uh, product. Yeah. They're trying to combine it with the digital part, and uh, like so, though the definition of UX is now super wide for a lot of people. Oh. If you're talking about yeah, the user experience was bad, I say okay, what was wrong technically? They would say no, the way they thought about using the product and then not going to the web website, for example, yeah. they would also consider that UX. And that's because the, the like I'm using a lot of jargon here, but like the touch points of um, your customer aren't synchronized with your uh, like complete uh, interactive, I don't know, story, I guess. Yeah. So you're developing only the website, but you're forgetting about how the user wants to experience the website. Yeah. And like I physically. Think, and when and why. And that's, I mean, I think it used to be like one... Yeah, thing you know, uh, just developers and designers were thinking about how would a user mm -hmm. you know use this, and it doesn't make sense that it you know this. But right now, for some reason, it got separated into different you know jobs mm -hmm. or different you know, how to call it uh, positions, I guess. Yeah, and that gave developers the uh, a nice reason to just not think about it. I think so. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, how can you build something for a user and you're not keeping the user in mind or not think about how the user... Well, th I that's mean, the thing. Before, yeah, I, we've had this conversation, I, I remember, but like before they called it, as far as I know, interaction design. Yeah. 
and there's uh, also been a phase yeah ux and ui in my mind were part of interaction design yeah and the interaction design uh, was purely focused on how you interact with your product yeah but digitally yeah because that's what you're learning well that's what where you go to school for yeah um but nowadays interaction design is like purely digital yeah but ux it also takes psychology and like uh the total user experience like when you're going to use it uh, and why and how like the things for example when you're using a phone you have to think about people for example uh walking mm. they, they're less like they're not as good as uh, people typing, or for example, yeah, or just on, on the sitting computer, down, or sitting down typing, yeah. yeah. So if you're building an app for people who are commuting, yeah. like who are going into the public transportation every day, yeah. and using it to travel from work and back home, um, you might want to think about how you're, you know, designing your page. Yeah, and even if it's static, like text it's still part of the user experience. Yeah. While before user experience design was always interactive in a way that something had to change or move or a person had to interact with a part of the design in order for it to become part of UX development or design. UI design was separate. It was mostly the stages or uh, like the stages between the UX yeah, I mean, <laughs> UI design was just uh, how is my menu going to look yeah. on these devices? Sure, and yeah. And if you clicked on a hamburger menu mm-hmm. or whatever, how does it look when it expands? And that's, yeah. that's the UI of mm-hmm. the interface. But again, yeah, if you're designing a UI or developing for UI, you mm-hmm. should also keep in mind that some users are going to use this while walking and some users have thick thumbs or, no, you know... But just, that's what I mean, like, th- that's... That's the default, like that uh, you have a baseline of how small your buttons should be. Yeah. But, but that's something that some users, you know, some developers and designers don't have. They, yeah. They, they, sure. They don't get that. Sure, they don't. But nowadays, UX is like bigger than that. They're like, there's the, if you are a UX designer, mm. you're even gonna take in um, the the physical aspect of how the user is experiencing it uh, for your product, not mm. in general for like your device. Mm. Because your product might, uh, uh, might, might you know, be for different audience. Like the audience that um, wants to interact with your product is, I don't know, maybe uh, younger. So they want a different kind of experience. So I think UX in 2018 is completely different from like 2013 or something. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, is it, is it good to, I don't know, keep that definition static? For your yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know uh, the definition of UX and like. I mean, uh, uh, it's fine. Yeah, um, and I think we've also uh, it's finally taken serious the the way that uh, people will interact yeah. with your app or website. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first it was like, oh, we don't care if you know someone is walking and trying to use the interface. You know, it's just. It, it happens mm-hmm. but right now there's a lot more research done before or while developing and designing and we you know we, we take more care of yeah. how something should work and i think that's that's perfect because that's how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. but i'm just i don't really agree with the fact that ux is something that's separate from the design part okay 
and that's that happens a lot do you think ux is before or after ui like when you're developing a product i think it's it can be both it can be while you're developing and designing there's okay. still i mean it's like an evolving process right mm. I th because i also think that design shouldn't be i mean design used to be what you did before you developed mm -hmm. and right now we have like agile and stuff and it's like a whole process so you design yeah and also develop at the same time and yeah. you kind of you know adapt you work on it in iterations yeah and and i mean while you're developing the designer is like hey you know i think it's better to do it this way and we kind of adjust while working on it mm -hmm. but um so keeping so again with UX, I think that's like it should be at the same time. It should be like a, yeah. a, a, a evolving process. You, you can't just before you design or develop decide that well UX is going to be this way, and uh, you know mm -hmm. here you go. This is the report or the research we yeah. that we've done, and you know good luck. Yeah. So yeah, it's it should be like a, a living yeah uh, document basically. I, I've heard of that term, and maybe we'll go into it later uh, or a different episode, but. Yeah, just keeping your open your mind open is a good idea as far as your uh, product. Yeah. I think like you sh you shouldn't have your mind set to one specific design or um, like your UX design shouldn't be set in stone before you even test it out. Exactly. And uh, yeah, maybe that's a a good clincher. Clincher. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a nice way to end. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for. I listening. don't know how long we've been uh, and watching. By the way, are you watching? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, is someone watching us right now? That would be creepy. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, thanks uh, again. But uh, maybe this uh, is not a good setup. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see. we'll find yeah. out. Anyway, thanks for listening, yeah. and uh, we'll uh, see you guys next yeah. week. I guess. Mm -hmm. Bye.